All right, everybody. Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We have our matchup, and I think deep down, this is the one that of the remaining teams of the final four, the frozen four, if I want to use the NCAA term, <laughs> I think this is the one that most people wanted to see. So we will discuss that. We'll discuss Frankie and, um, excuse me, Darcy Kemper, but we will dis- discuss Nazem Kadri and Cogliano and a former Avalanche coach had something to say about this current Avalanche team, but left one big piece out. Let's get going. You're locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with me as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. And like I said in the beginning, man, we have our matchup. What are you thinking? Oh, this is this is what you want. Like, I know everybody wanted the Rangers because they're easier. But no, you want this Avalanche team to take down the best in the world. And you are just salivating for game one. <laughs> uh, so a lot to get to. That schedule, we'll talk about the schedule because the, it was hinged on this most recent game, in, in game six between the Lightning mm-hmm. and the Rangers, depending on when this series would start. So we'll talk about that. We got a lot to get to today, but first things first, of course, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, the Lockdown Avalanche at gmail.com and follow the show over on our YouTube channel. Over on YouTube, hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. Uh, I'm, I'm still a little, well, I'm not really like under the weather, but can is is the is the voice like coming back at least? It's, I don't know. Is, it's is gorgeous, it, man. It, I mean, this is it's what the people come here for. It's it's soulful right now, is all <laughs> I can say. Um yeah, so you got I, like I said in the beginning, I think this is the matchup that everybody was was wanting. As the as the playoffs were going along and the lightning kept making their way through the rounds and the avalanche kept making their way through the rounds. I think when it got to the avalanche are in. Um, as far as like ratings go, I think that it was really like a no lose situation for the for the NHL. If it was going to be the Rangers, that's the New York Rangers. That that that's yeah. you know one of the most valuable teams in the league, right? So in um, its original six team, that right there is is going to sell. If it was going to be the Lightning, which of course it is, that's I think the bigger story because now you have a team going for three in a row. And doesn't even matter who the opponent was. People were going to be tuning in for that anyway, because yeah. the opponent is the Avalanche. And when people start turning their attention to the NHL now, because now it's Stanley Cup time. Okay, who's my two teams? Tampa going after three in a row. I'm interested. Who's the other team on the West? Colorado Avalanche. And you start reading things about what they've done over the season and how you know the players that they have. Kale McCarr is a selling point. Nathan McKinnon is a selling point. People are going to tune into this Stanley Cup. And and so far in this postseason, ratings have been very, very good. So yeah. now that it's it's moving over to uh ABC, is every I don't I we have the schedule. Is every game gonna be on ABC or is some gonna be on 
ESPN. That I think it I alternates. I'm not sure. It? I haven't looked at who gets what, but I know we're done with TNT. I know that for sure. Yes, yes. This is now ESPN's game. Yeah. Um. So what? What's your what's your thoughts on that? I mean, it, this is good for the game. This is oh. this matchup is great for the game. Absolutely, and this is it's a, no matter how you look at it for Avalanche fans. Like I've mentioned this to you before, because outside of the podcast, by the way, we're really good friends. We got to watch the end of the uh, the game together, and I mentioned yeah. this to you. Like, um, this is almost like a Mortal Kombat challenge tower. Like the Avs went through Duchesne in round one, they went through O'Reilly, they went through Tyson Berry round three, and then the top of the tower, you have to take out Belmar, like. <laughs> That's the top of the towers. Well, it's 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 going to be hard to like, like go the distance, like finish the mission and take the cup away from Belmar. It's gonna it's gonna sting. Like, yeah, there's not one bad word to be say it said about Pebbles, and we're going to be stealing the cup away from Belmar. So for Avalanche fans, <laughs> you get to complete the journey by dethroning the back to back Stanley Cup champions. On the reverse, if I was Tampa Bay, this is who you don't want to face. You want to go for the three-peat. You, uh-huh. like anybody else, you could have done that. This could be a problem. This could be a big problem. So, all right. Well, and, and here's my thing. Like, and I am not taking I joke with Adam all the time, <clears throat> which you know we're going to be doing some crossovers yeah. with Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I joke all the time with him that if if Tampa makes it this time, they'll be going for their first Stanley Cup in the last three years. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and, yeah. and he hates hearing that. He hates hearing yeah. that. But look at what they like you've you've had they've they've gone against Dallas in, in the bubble. They went against Montreal in, in the last season, which was just all over the place. Legit Stanley Cup champions. I get that. But mm-hmm. you're right. They haven't faced in at least in the final, the Stanley Cup final, they haven't they haven't faced the Avalanche. I mean, everybody wants to say, oh, the Avs are, you know, going up against Vasilevsky. That's all true. That mm-hmm. is very true. But if you watch that last game against the Rangers, the Rangers could generate nothing on yeah. offense. Absolutely nothing. And is it going to be tough for the Avalanche? Lightning have a very good defensive team. But the, the, the Rangers are not in the same ballpark as the Avalanche in terms of offense. So... It's going to be fun to watch both teams have to figure out each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. The Avalanche are going to have to figure out Vasilevsky. I get that. But the the Lightning defense is going to have to figure out how to stop the Avalanche from getting to Vasilevsky. So and, and this is not going to be easy on either side. And like going back to like the Tampa fans, like after you won that first cup, it wasn't taken with a lot of seriousness. Like it was it was kind of cute. Like, um, <laughs> like how everybody treated that Washington when they won. It was cute. It happened. Move on. Right. They started getting respect after the second one. And you mentioned the opponents. Like, they still don't feel really respected. And this was, wow, they're doing it again. They're going back for the three-peat. Like, every time you watch a, a Lightning broadcast, they talk about the three-peat. How historic. This is their first time to really claim respect as a legitimate dynasty in the NHL. And who's there knocking on the door? The next team that is built for not just this year, but for years to come that could also be a dynasty. They could ruin what Tampa Bay's got going and steal that narrative away and hold on to it for years to come. So as a Tampa fan, you're not looking forward to this. As Colorado Avalanche fans, I know we were 
there was a, a, a section of everyone who was wanting the Rangers because it's an easier opponent. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go through all that you went through in this season, you want the best of the best. You don't want that asterisk that Tampa had to do. We beat Dallas. We beat Montreal. You don't want Colorado to go all the way, win the cup, and, oh, it was the Rangers, though. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And and I think what the, the Avs want is what Tampa has, like, right now. Mm-hmm. Because two years ago, nobody disliked Tampa. You know what I mean? Like yep. They've always been a, a good team. They've always mm-hmm. been in the hunt. Um, but when teams start winning championships, then they become the enemy. Yep. And and everybody, if, if you don't live in Florida, or if you're one of those people that are scattered throughout the, the country that, that are just a lightning fan, yeah. um, you are not rooting for Tampa. Yeah. You you people start hating that team that starts to repeat and threepeat. They just become the enemy. And and now you are going to have a lot of people rooting for the Colorado Avalanche to stop number three. But on the flip side, the Avalanche want that. They yeah. want to be the hated team yeah. two years from now after this year and, and going on to win, you know, a couple more in a row. That's what you want if you're a franchise. So yeah. I'm not saying I mean, of course, I feel like the Avalanche can can win this thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if they do, are people going to be start start talking about like, is this like the passing of the torch? You always hear that when it's talk. They talk about individual players. You know, like Sidney Crosby's coming down, and you know, is he passing the torch to you know Kale McCarr or or yeah. Connor McDavid? Maybe that's already happened. But as far as teams go. You know, people are going to start asking because they were asking questions after at the end of last year with yeah. with Tampa and all. Like they had, they made some moves because they had to cut salary. I don't think anybody expected them to be here right now, and they were down three to two in round one against Toronto. And people were like, "Yeah, we they, they're still a playoff team, but I don't think they have it in them to really make another run." And they've proved proven all those people wrong. So if it happens, if it happens where the the Abs win, you might start hearing that that. Because like you said, and we've said it many times, like this Avalanche team is built not just to do what they're doing this year, but for years to come. And you might start hearing that passing of the torch phrase get thrown around a lot. And you heard this going into the year before COVID was a thing. The one that COVID hit midway through. This was the narrative um, from the talking heads before the season started, like, this Colorado Avalanche team, they're built different. Keep an eye on them. This could be the beginning of something great. And then COVID kind of dethroned that narrative for a little while. And the Avs had to go get it. They had to go, like, there were a lot of, um, like, national pundits talking about this Avalanche team is something you need to look at. Like, their rise through the playoffs here recently is not a fluke. And this is, their construction is notable. So, it's it's all set up for a passing of the torch moment, and this Avalanche team, especially with Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr, they're not going to loosen their grip for a long time. Yeah, no, they're ready to go. They're ready to go. So um, let's discuss. We're going to hear from Athletic Greens first, but we are going to discuss the goalie situation because uh, we had talked about it. You know, we've been talking about it since uh, mm-hmm. Frankie took over for a few games. And I was of the mind that it's kind of set in stone. It might not be. So let's hear from Athletic Greens and then talk about some goalies. Uh, so our next partner 
has a product that Kyle and I have been using every day for the past few months now, and that is Athletic Greens. So it is a one-a-day scoop in your daily or morning water, and you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogen to help you start your day off, right? The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, pretty much everything. And I got to say, man, like with, with me feeling like garbage the past couple days, no lie, I might be still feeling like garbage if it was not for uh, our good old athletic greens. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It works. Uh, it was created... The founder created Athletic Greens when he experienced a ton of gut health and he ended up on a complimented, complicated excuse me, supplement routine to recover, which cost him over $100 a day. Athletic Greens costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your coffee or cold brew or Red Bull habit. So right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop a day in your cup of water. And that is it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, it's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so goalies for the uh, goalies for the lightning. Don't got to talk about because goalie that, for the that, lightning. Yeah, that's all <laughs> set. Do we even know who the backup is for for goal for uh, the lightning? I have no idea. I think I asked Adam once when we were doing locked on NHL. And and he told me who it was, and I, I think by the end of the episode, I had forgotten who it was. <laughs> Does the backup even know that he's the backup? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's probably like a third pairing defenseman that they just thrown <laughs> Um for the Avs. A little bit more interesting, a little bit more complicated. And we had talked last week about after the Avs had clinched, and we kind of briefly discussed it and where we think the Avalanche were, were going to go. I'm on the side of Darcy Kemper is your horse. He's your number one. He's been your number one all year. He's had a great season. Sure, he didn't have uh, the best series when it came to St. Louis, and it kind of bled over into the one game that he had with uh, against Edmonton. But I still think you you go with him. You are on the opposite side of that. Yes, I am. I am unabashedly. Proudly, Team Frankie. This whole time, we're we're taking this to uh, kind of Twilight you're, levels. You're fr- oh, there there you go. go. <laughs> uh, yep, we're almost like Team Jacob, Team Edward. This is uh, Team Frankie and Team DK. Yeah, remember, uh, you watched Lost, right? Oh yeah, yeah, man. That that was another one. It was like Team yeah. Team Locke or Team who was the who was the doctor? Uh, um, uh, it was it was like Team Locke, Team Doc. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember the doctor's name, but whatever. It was that was another one. So yeah, we that that's and you should you know, team locked. There we go. Oh, true, um, true. But it's true. Like I, we we are kind of on opposite ends right now. Like I I feel this is this is Darcy Kemper. You still have to go with him, and you're you're on team Frankie. Mm-hmm. And why and is that? Honestly, it's it's not so much why am I it's why am I not 
what has he mm-hmm. done where he doesn't deserve this position? Like he's been, he's been like right there on the verge of taking over this team for through the Grubauer years, mm-hmm. and like yes, DK got hot, but the Avalanche have lost two games in the playoffs. Both of those are Darcy games. Um, this is one thing to be talking about a a nagging groin, a nagging arm, um, shoulder. This is your eyes, DK. If you if you're having issues with your eyes, um, that's kind of hard to well, compensate for. There's only so much you can do, and like Pavel Francouz is sitting on a 906 save percentage. Like, yeah, the numbers are good. The numbers are favoring him, I would say, for the postseason. Um, Kemper has come out and said he is 100%. He said there's nothing holding him back. (laughs) Um, That's what you said in the St. Louis game when you had to take yourself out. Well, that was because of shots, you know, pucks to the mask. You know what I mean? Like, that. oh, that's that's fine. Tampa's not going to shoot on us at all. We're no. fine. <laughs> well, oh, well, well, the St. Louis one. I it's it's I it's know. like like you you could compensate for a groin or like any other injury. The eyes are basically what you need to play goalie. And if you're going to take yeah. a puck off the face, like why are you going to bring in Frankie Colt? Because he well, looked shaky his, after he had to replace uh, DK when he came in, it took about three or four minutes for Frankie to get settled in and like get his bearings. Like that game had the potential of getting really nasty really quick. And here's the thing: like if if the game four against Edmonton was stronger, I might be leaning leaning towards you. And and that and and I don't want you know you feel like well that's unfair to Frankie because he had like one bad outing where Kemper had. A few, but I and and Jared Bednar has come out and said like he's not sure, which is kind of why we're talking about this right now because he they've asked him, you know, do you know who your number one goalie is going to be for game one? And he said not not right now. I don't. It's it's still something that we're considering. So it's you bring not up, cut and dry. You bring up game four, but why forget about game three? Um, well, he was good in game three. Like, and he's pitched he a shutout against Edmonton. Right in this series, like I know, it's it's that's so so. But, but when but when for for game four, like that was not a good game for him, and that's when you want like that's a that's a shut down game. You win this game, we are in the Stanley Cup final. That happened, but it was eventful. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what I feel like you get from from Pavel Francouz is yes, he's a good goalie. I feel like his role is a backup role. If you want to ride him for a while. That that's what happens. You 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 ride guys that are hot, and that's true for for guys that are forwards too. You know when when we're talking about Burkowski all the time, how he's up and down. When he's hot, you put him up on that those that top six. But and I don't bad game. know. So the, like just the, the the bad game for Francois because it was game four, and you don't mm-hmm. know what that's going to happen going into game one. You don't want that in game one. You don't want him. And I think it's. If, if you're telling Pablo Francois you are now our backup, like sure, everybody's always saying like this is this is a, a a team thing and and what's best for the team, and I believe that, but there is still a blow to the ego when it comes to yeah. them. 
So I, if you go with Fransos and you say you, if you don't go with Fransos and he's your backup, he's taking less of a hit from the ego because that's his normal spot. That's his normal position. Sure, he wants to start, but he's like, okay, I am here if they need me. If you go the opposite way, that's almost like bringing the backup quarterback in and your starter is just like, he's just going to sit on the bench and he's he's going to have, you know, he's going to be, I don't want to say sulking, but you know what I mean by that. But I don't know. I just, I I don't think it's a good idea to start to start Francois because I think he is better when you need, if you need him to come in and pretty much stop the dam from collapsing. Both goalies have six wins th- so far through the playoffs. Who are you talking about? Darcy Kemper and Pavel Frantzos. Frantzos doesn't have six wins in the playoffs. He had the four in the Edmonton series and the two to finish out St. Louis. He had no. He he, he didn't. He didn't have all four in Edmonton. Well, because he came in in relief, right? Didn't he? Didn't Darcy go out in the Edmonton uh, St. Louis series? Um. No, that was the 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 first game of um, the Edmonton series, I think. Because he's, they have him chalked up for six wins in the twenty one twenty two playoffs, hmm. and that would be the the difference in the two goalies. From what I see right now, is a shaky game from Francois is still a win. A shaky game from DK is a loss. So he came out of the game one. Kemper came out in game one. So, and it was, let me look at time here. Oh, um, yeah, Francois got the win in that one. So, yeah, so he did get all four of the wins there. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah. Um, so it's, I'm just like, what you're putting on Francois, this team also believes in him. He's been around longer, been around three seasons with this team. They rally around him. You see that in the defensive play, which we talk about all the time. It looked a lot better. And if it's shaky and a W, like, you're getting what we need. You're getting a W. Like, Darcy dropped two. Mm-hmm. And you, it's hard to say, hey, thanks for winning all these games, Frankie. Here's Darcy Kemper. Like, yeah, you got you, you to write it out. He hasn't dropped one for us yet. No. He hasn't. I don't know. I just. I think it's a different animal when you're going to the the Stanley Cup Finals game one, um, and and we've been saying all year long. Well, maybe not all year long, but more than half the year of when the season's over. What's our our uh, list of who we got to sign first? And it's always Nachuskin and then Kemper. Yeah, it's always that like one two. Every once in a while, you'll maybe flip that and say like Kemper's got to be number one. He's your guy. Like he, he's he's had a great season, yeah, and I I'm feel not... like he's gonna get. No, I know, I know you yeah. like him, but I just know your love of Pavel Francouz. So, and I think like he he you have to give him the opportunity if he is your horse. You have to give him the opportunity to start Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals. And if he can't get up for that, and that's another thing, if he can't get up for that, and he and he is performing poorly in the Stanley Cup Finals, he's an unrestricted free agent. The Avalanche need to see what they have in him. And if they want to sign him for next year as well. And this is a big litmus test for that. I, I say you make that decision in the offseason. What Frankie's doing right now. Um, this is the kind of story that legends are made of. Like these relief efforts where you just don't drop a game. Like 
It is, these are where legends are made. And mm-hmm. like Darcy Kemper, yes, he's been great all year, but you can't just say, thanks for winning all these games. Go sit back down. You, you can't mess with that. Like we talk about riding the hot hand all the time. Ride the hot hand when Frankie lets you down, swap it up, and then I know. go and with that's, that. That's where I'm like torn because I always I like doing that. I like yeah. going with, with the, the guy who's who's on a roll. And for the most part, Dar- uh, Pablo Francos is. I'm just hung up on it being the Stanley Cup final. And I and I always feel like you play you play your aces from top to bottom on, on Stanley Cup final, game one. We, and and if they're not performing all right, then we make some changes. But I and I kind of feel like that's what Pablo Francois is there for. If it's not going well, we can switch to you, and that and that's okay. But I don't just want shoot them up to... three teams of aces. What's wrong with four? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I I I I feel like <laughs> Bednar is is uh, I, he he surpri- he always surprises you though, man. Whenever yeah. I feel like there's a line that he's going to go out with and. If someone's gonna supposed to be look what he did in the beginning of the playoffs, Alex Newhook, not even on yeah. the on on any of the on the lines. So you're saying use the Sandinen? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just uh, agree to that then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with him. All right, uh, but there's some other issues going on in Avalanche Land, and that is the injury. That's the one reason why I wanted the Rangers to win at least Game Six. Yeah. To give some time to a couple guys. So we'll talk about that. But first, we're going to hear from betonline.net. Now is your time to get to betonline.net and throw some scratch down on our boys, the Colorado Avalanche. Number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the Stanley Cup Finals, Major League Baseball, and, of course, all of the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing and bet online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. A lot of eyes are going to be on Nazem Kadri. You can add uh, for Avalanche fans anyway. You can add uh, Cogliano to that mix. Seems like they had similar injuries, just different fingers. Kadri uh, was, we've been hearing, the thumb. Uh, and I don't know of the other four for Cogliano. Um, <laughs> but they both had injuries to a finger. They both possibly could be back at some point during the Stanley Cup final. And like I said, that's kind of why I wanted the Rangers to at least win because yeah. – if, if they had won game six, Stanley Cup Finals game one takes place on Saturday because Tampa won. This is starting on Wednesday. So they don't have those extra three days. It would have been nice for them. It would have sucked for us because we had to wait a whole other week to, to start this thing. But it, that is what it is. And, and I, I kind of feel like these guys are going to work as hard as they possibly can to get back to play in the final and not hurt their team. They don't want to come back just to come back and say, play in the Stanley Cup final. They're going to come back knowing that they can make a difference in these games. And as a, as someone who has broken two fingers in his life, um, Mm -hmm. you never fully get a hundred percent from them. Like 
Okay. I don't think the difference between Wednesday and Saturday would be all that much. And there's only so much you could really do to heal faster unless you are Wolverine. Like yeah. you can only sit there and just hold and just, just like Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like it's this is honestly it's what you could play through. And I feel like that's what they're figuring out now. And they're going to get themselves to a level and then understand this is the cup and adrenaline's going to play a factor in it and you can adjust your game and get around it. If you've ever put on a pair of hockey gloves in a while, they are well insulated. They keep your fingers pretty stationary. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the tough part is like you, you got to grip that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Gripping a hockey stick is pretty important. And that's, so if they can't get good grip on it, it's going to be you're just out there. You're just a figurehead at that point. That's what concerns me about Nas is being the thumb. That's mm. that's that's a big one. Like mm. cogs, whatever other finger, it's probably going to hinder, but a thumb is crucial. It's going to hurt. So um, what do you think? Do you think they'll be in by what? Like game one game? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine. I, I think you're looking at like middle of the series. Um, three, four, five in that range. Game one. I don't. I'm saying I, it. This is you're hearing this on Monday. Game one. Write it down. For both of them. I, I say not. Are they, for are sure. they yours? Both. I of say not. I say not. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, he's not going to watch this team go the distance without him. But he's also not going to hurt them, and that's what I said. Like he's he's not. Of course, he wants to to come in on game one. But um, I think he, I think he bides his time. If if they're if they're losing, I think he comes back earlier. Believe it or not, to try to like kickstart something, reinvigorate the team. If they're winning, no rush, no rush. Don't don't need you. He's going to have about four and a half inches of tape on that thumb, and it's going to be stuck yeah, in that true. glove, and he is. It's not going to move. Yeah. I have Nazem Kadri gloves right up here. I, I can oh. I can let you know. <laughs> I have no idea if my hand is as big as him. I'm gonna say it's not. But how much I should wrap my thumb up and yep. see how much give I have in in uh, his his yeah. <laughs> locked on MythBusters. <laughs> we just gotta blow stuff up. If that's, uh, yeah. Um, and then we'll end with this very interesting article out on NHL.com right now. Lengthy article. Very, very mm-hmm. long article. And it gets into the history of uh, Patrick Waugh. But the the headline, the grabber, is uh, he, he is in full support of the Colorado Avalanche in winning the Stanley Cup. That might not come as so much of a shock to people, considering his history. Maybe to others it does because of the way he kind of quit the team well didn't kind of quit he did quit the team so <laughs> you really haven't seen him around uh you know the the team at all since that happened and he has his own team that he runs up in canada but um you don't really hear much talk coming from patrick Wall about the avalanche but in this article he says a lot he says this is yeah. an exciting team i i enjoy watching them they're a fun team he's really close with landeskog and and nathan mckinnon which he is the reason Nathan McKinnon is on the avalanche. Mm-hmm. Um, he's And he says multiple times throughout the article, I'm really happy for Joe, meaning Joe Sackick. 
And so all of that seems like like it's just bygones or bygones, water under the bridge. Everything is okay. That happened a long time ago. One guy he does not mention at all is Jared Bednar. Now, I'm not saying there's beef between these two guys, and, and, and they didn't fire Patrick Waugh to go hire Jared Bednar. Bednar just happens to be the guy that followed Patrick Waugh after he left the team. I don't know what to make of this. Like, I don't think there's any animosity there, but it's kind of telling to me that Patrick Waugh didn't come. He's praising all of these people, and you would have thought he would have said, you know, and just a, a quick quote. He doesn't have to, like, flaunt over the guy, but just say, like, I think he's done a really good job coaching this team and could have left it at that, but not a peep. To me, the whole article screamed of damage control and please look at me fondly, Colorado. Um, because if they win it, I want to be included. In I ceremonies. want to be there. Mm. He's been in Montreal. He's had no problem attending Canadians games. Oh, he and, was wanting he was wanting that GM position. He was wanting that head coach position at, for the he, Canadians. Yeah. At, if, at any time this year, you know, we didn't have to hear these quotes after we clinched our spot in the cup final um, on the president's trophy last year, um, all-star game mm. selections um, anywhere in this run, this rise would have been great. And to only mention Landy and Nathan McKinnon. Hey, we, by the way, we've heard Landy and Nathan McKinnon's side on uh, when they uh, talked with the Chicklets guys about what it's like playing for you and said how crazy you are. <laughs> um, right. That's nice that you talk about them. That's great and adorable. And, of course, you're going to mention Joe Sackick because, hey, bud, I'm sorry for quitting on you. Mm. Please don't hate me. Like, all of it, it, I, it did not sit well with me. And especially the omission of Bednar. Like, he is the key to where the avalanche team is right yeah. now. It, I mean, it's he, not your buddies. It's, it's Jared Bednar. He's been the coach since you left. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's not, and again, like they didn't go look for him to get rid of you. Um, I don't know. I just thought, and I know you have a, a longer and better history with Joe Sackick. I get all that. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not looking for comment after comment <laughs> after comment about Jared Bednar, but it's a little bit surprising that he's been there as long as he has been there since you left. He's been there. He's been their only coach since then. And, and he has the most wins in that franchise record, which you are a huge part of their history to not just say he's done an excellent job with this team. I don't know. It's it's kind of wrong. If you ask me, he left the abs because he didn't agree with Joe Sackick, but apparently now they're buddies. And if you read the article top to bottom, it is 70% how great I am. And, oh, yeah, I'm good buddies. Like, it talks about 96, 01, all of his records. Loves talking about himself. And, oh, yeah, Nate's great. He's a great player. I mean, anybody can tell you that. Yeah. Gabe Landeskog's great captain. Thank you, Patrick Waugh. <laughs> I wonder why TNT didn't captain call you obvious. for your analysis. But, um, <laughs> like... It's it just felt very damage control and especially the timing. I'm not you gotta do a little bit more, bud. There's a lot of Avalanche yeah, fans that are very hurt on how you left. It's it's true. Like they, they've done a lot since he left. You know what I mean? They they have accomplished a lot. Obviously not the big thing. 
mm-hmm. that everyone wants them to accomplish. But yeah, President's Trophy. You know, you've made playoffs every single year. They've, they're they're an ex- they've been an exciting team. They've been an exciting team to watch for multiple years, and it is just a little odd that he's wanting to get his foot in the door because yeah. uh, the Avs are on the doorstep of potentially winning another cup. And if they do win it, he should be involved in in any. Of course, he should be. But um, I just wish he was around a little bit more over these past handful of years. But if you, if you need a, a year or two, and like I said, I know he's running his, he's got his own franchise up in Canada. I can't remember what league it's in, but um, uh, the Quebec Ramparts. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, I think he's owner and I think he's coach. Like he's, he's a busy guy, but we've had several years where it's just been radio silence from, from Patrick Watt. And it'd be nice to see more of him. He's a huge part of this franchise. Yep. You'd like to see more of him. Uh, not just when they get into a, a Stanley Cup final. So go read the article. It's still a good article. And I and I appreciate that he is, you know, at least saying some things. But um, I don't know. Is it too little too late? I don't know. We'll see. It's yeah. I'm got to do a little bit more, Patrick. Yeah. Just a little bit more. All right. Well, that will wrap it up today. We will not be here on Tuesday. I am going out of town. I won't be back until late Monday. So we won't have time to record for Tuesday. But I'm working on something pretty special. If we can make it happen, uh, be Tuesday recording for Wednesday, which would be clearly game one, which that would coincide. Fantastic. Mm. So we shall see with that. I don't want to spill beans if it doesn't happen, but uh, it's looking good. I'll say that. But until then, uh, we're, we're here, man. This is this is what we've been been waiting for. So, uh, Avs and Lightning, let's do this thing. We'll get to our uh, prediction a little bit later, maybe on the Tuesday episode or the Wednesday episode now. So, uh, but until then, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Thank you, thanking you for making this your first listen of the day, and we will be back next, not next Tuesday. What? No, not Tuesday. Wednesday. There we go. We'll be back on Wednesday. All right, guys. Have a good one. Go, Abs, go.